So, uh, AJ, welcome. What's up? This is a uh, this is a bonus episode. Bonus episode, I'm, AJ. Yeah, I, me- I mentioned this week I wanted to uh, talk about Mario Odyssey with somebody who's actually playing it because uh, Josh and Alex suck. Josh isn't playing it? <laughs> no, and I don't think he's going to get it from what I what? heard this he, morning. Didn't he get a Switch? He did. He probably won't have that very long. That was a, that was a discussion this week. Oh, my God. So... That kid is out of control. Yeah, but Mario Odyssey is, is definitely also, worth buying. It's, it's definitely, it's worth, definitely buying. worth owning a Switch for. We'll say and that. It's definitely out of control, I think. Or Mario? Is it? Yeah, yeah. Nintendo's just out of control, man. I guess since you haven't been on in a bit, what is your impression of Mario so far? I guess... It's just Nintendo continues to blow me away with the amount of polish they have on their products. Sure. Yeah. Um, They make games that stand up to time. I think, I think they, I think as a company, they age better than anyone else. I mean, even just recently playing Galaxy, Galaxy was awesome. Yeah. And, and they don't, push the boundaries with their systems and then in turn their graphics are, are always just super things, polished yeah they're always things that you know they use the most out of the engines and the software that they have yeah and the hardware that they have and they achieve a look that ages well i mean even like the n64 those first 3d like games they have like when you play them they still the, look... The Nintendo-specific ones still look okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Other games, not so much. Yeah, and, um, you know, they just continuously do it on, on each system. I was thinking about the Switch, and specifically the Wii U, um, since the Switch is doing so well, and how the Wii U kind of was a tragedy. Yes, a disaster. Even, even like the first party games they had on that Wii U are stellar. Yeah. Like this the Wii U didn't fail because it doesn't have good games, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it it failed for uh marketing and stuff like that, yeah. I think more than anything. Yeah, and there's a solid is it, that game has a solid li- or that system has a solid lineup of games. Like Nintendo still made awesome Nintendo games for that system. Yeah. yeah. And uh, this is just another great Nintendo game. I mean... I Do you think it really... Like, it obviously is worth the praise it's getting. I love it. You love it. We know a couple other people that love it. But can you... Should we step back and say, like, it really is still just a standard 3D Mario? Or do you think it actually, like, pushes anything further? I guess in terms of gameplay, really. I mean... It ultimately does just come down to you're still just collecting stars, a.k.a. moons. Yeah. But I think that kind of goes with, I don't know. I always, like, get real philosophical about it. I don't know that that's a way to... Well, what do you mean? It's like, I just think of, like, oh, their, their strategy for making games is is not... I don't know. It's just different than everyone else's. You know what was I mean? That, was that your philosophical voice? Yeah. 
That's they like, do. That's like in my head, me talking to myself. That's what I sound like. <laughs> <laughs> they, they do. They do have a an interesting approach to stuff. I mean, they came out and did a whole lot of talks about designing Breath of the Wild and how they purposefully laid out that world to constantly entice the player in a any direction, pretty much. Yeah, and I just they don't they make a game. I mean, I, I if you think about it, you play video games to have fun. And they just yeah. make a game that's fun. Right. They just make fun games. So, yes, you're only collecting moons in Mario. That's all you do. But yeah. it's the way they laid the moons out, the way you discover them, the way they give you hints to go find them, the actual controlling Mario to get the moons. Like, it's just yeah. a, it's a blast. And, you know... It doesn't have like a crazy narrative, or it doesn't have like any. I actually like the story. <laughs> any, um, yeah, but it's Peach. But I know, but Peach I know stole or Peach is stolen by Bowser. Yeah, you know, typical Mario story. Yeah, um, it's not gonna like have these cutscenes that you're like, oh my god, like yeah, crazy no, action no sequences twists. or anything like that. It's yeah. just they make a game that's fun to play, and yeah, I don't like when I'm playing it. I don't really feel the need to even progress in the game. I'm just, like, collecting moons, and it's fun to collect moons, and that's, like, when you boil it down to nothing, that's all, I don't know, that's fun, and, and that's, that's all it is. And that's fun, and that's all it really needs to be. Yeah, that's all like it the, needs to be is fun. The key, the key thing for the game, the one thing you're doing, as long as it's consistently fun, that's all that matters, really, for it's, them. Yeah. Yeah, and that's I think that approach is like not it's not sought it's just a it's Nintendo specific thing. It and, is. And yeah. Other companies that try it may may achieve that as well, but they just do it with the level of polish that's like better than anyone else. Yeah, I think Nintendo does their laser focus thing within even even Zelda. Like Zelda yeah. had had a ton of shit going on, but ultimately that game is just, hey, wander around and do what you want. Like, there's all these systems happening, but mm-hmm. they're, the intent is to just wander Play this and have much. fun. Yeah, and, and in Mario, the intent is to just do minor puzzle solving and platforming. And yeah. it somehow continues to be really exciting, somehow. Like, like just getting into a kingdom in that game... There's more than I thought there were. First of all, I uh, I'm not gonna I don't I don't even know the number off the top of my head. But I said on this week's episode I thought it was that, 16. I think is what I, don't, I saw. But I don't. Know. I didn't finish the game. I think that's just what I read somewhere when I was okay. like looking through reviews and stuff. I said on this week's episode I didn't think there were that many, but I beat the game this morning, and it I thought I was at the last one, and it continued to just expand a little bit more than I expected. So that's awesome, and there's a lot there. So anytime you enter a kingdom. It just feels like, oh man, I can't wait to just explore. Yeah, here, here's a new playground I get to jump around in. Yeah, and and like, there there's not, they're not all great. I'd say I think there's maybe like two or three that are just kind of whatever and not really that um, interesting. But yeah, but still, even those ones that are not as interesting are still good. Yeah, 3D open world levels. Yeah, so exactly. Like, so like they're the other stuff is just so high quality that they just look like they're bad, but they're not really. 
I think that genre of game, we talked about this like the first time that I was, I think I was on the podcast because I was playing the first Mario Galaxy. Oh, And we okay. talked about how 3D platformers are a genre that doesn't necessarily get a ton of attention anymore. Yeah, definitely I th- not. I think that was close to like when uh, Ukulele was coming out. We were kind of yeah. like talking about that. And, it, you know, it's still like from the moment I turned the game on and started running around, I was like, oh, yes. I, it's just... It feels really good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah it, I, that type of game, like, I don't know. It's just... I'm. I, it's good to have. I'm constantly smiling while playing yeah. that game. Yeah. And and the ending sequence, I was laughing. I was smiling the entire time. I yeah. couldn't I don't want to say I couldn't believe what I was seeing, but it does some fun things that are like really weird and silly. And it's just it's so well done. You like you expect, oh, I'm just gonna fight Bowser, and that's it. But they do other stuff too, and it's it's so cool. Yeah. I mean, even like even the Bowser fights are awesome. Yeah, the boss battles are good. The, the boss battles uh, are all good. It's just, it's a fantastic game, dude. Like, I think I, um, there's been multiple moons that I've like just enjoyed. Like when I got them, I was like, oh man, that it's so it's so great. This was so clever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah, then, like there's that, uh there's some. I mean, you definitely do start to see a tiny pattern with some of them. Like they might they might repeat like one or two ways to get a moon yeah a couple times in a kingdom but for how many other ones there are to get there that's not really a big deal yeah uh i i said this week on this week's episode also that um in zelda you quickly see the pattern of korok seeds within getting like 50 of them or something yeah uh so they're not really as enjoyable to find as you get deeper and deeper into that game. But, like, I've probably played Mario for, like... I didn't check my timer, but I've probably played it for, like, 10 or so hours at this point because I planned on going back through now that I've beat the main portion. Yeah. And even in those 10 hours, like, if I was getting Korok Seeds for 10 hours straight in Zelda, I would have never continued doing it. But getting Moons for 10 hours straight is, like, amazing. Yeah. So. Even I've even enjoyed some of the other collectibles they put it into the game. Those purple coins, yeah, that you have. Like I've, I like that you can only buy specific things. things with those purple coins. Yeah, and they make. Um, a lot of times I'll I'll go for the outfits first because you can usually you can yeah. get stars based on yeah a specific outfit. So that's usually what I go for first. But I love putting the stickers on my ship. Me too. And putting the little trophies in there. It's just like, it, it gives you a, like a reason to collect, kind of. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. So you, you collect and then you see your progress. Like, you have all those stickers on your ship because you bought them with your purple coins. You're like, it's kind of like a badge that you're wearing. Yeah. And it's it, really awesome. It's just like a little extra incentive to do that. Yeah. And, um, you know, they it's, they're creative in the way they hide the coins and... It's it, it just as worth, satisfying to get the coins as, as it is to get a moon. Do you as know moons, what I mean? yeah. Like it, it makes it worth looking into every nook and cranny. And then whenever you get purple coins, then you can go to the shop, like you said, and get the costumes. But getting those like stickers and decorations for the Odyssey mm-hmm. makes it feel like this uh, 
an, an odyssey, like this adventure. Like I've been to this place. Here yeah. is this thing I collected from that place, and like yeah. it's emblazoned on my hat ship, and it's really cool. <sighs> my hat ship. Yeah. What it's, a, what a ridiculous game. It is a ridiculous game. It's incredibly ridiculous. The uh, the cap thing is is genius though. It is because yeah. all, all that really is is a way for them to just put almost gimmicky mechanics into the game to vary right. up like the play the players what you're doing. Yeah, and it works amazingly. Yeah, this uh. This is seriously so similar to Banjo-Kazooie, it's, like, not even real. Like, uh, that was one of the coolest things about Banjo-Kazooie back then, because Super Mario 64 came out, changed 3D platform. the course the course of video games in a, in a, a lot of ways, because yeah. it, it created the 3D platformer. And Banjo-Kazooie was looked at as, like, a just me too thing but they did the same thing where they knew oh we can't just get by on being a mario clone we have to have like really interesting worlds aka the kingdoms of odyssey and then also within those worlds they had really specific mechanics tied around what that, type of world it was whatever it was yeah like in, yeah you if you're not familiar with banjo kazooie you would get mumbo jumbo would turn you into an animal or something from that world, which would then open up new areas or new abilities or whatever. And that was like limited back then. Cause it was just one thing in that one world. But Odyssey takes it to like the next step of, Oh, you take over this Goomba with this different type of ability, or you take over this hammer bro or these this weird new things that needs to be moved out of the way. Yeah. You take over, I don't even want to spoil one of them, but it is so funny. Like, the, you turn into a T-Rex in the very beginning of the game. Like, Yeah. It, it does seem like a gimmick, and I've heard a lot of people now say, whenever this was announced, that's what they were afraid of, was it was just going to be a gimmick. But it's just more fun, <laughs> really. Yeah. And there's it, enough moons that, like, if you don't like that, don't you don't have to really do it. You could, yeah, you you could you really progress don't. through most of the game, I'd say, probably without using that mechanic, really. I'd be curious. Like, I know there's there. They definitely do the critical path through a kingdom requiring. Yeah, there's over like at least four like, or five different yeah, moons you have to get, and you usually have to take over something with the cap like once in that or critical twice. in that critical one. Yeah, yeah. But after that, and again, another really awesome thing about this game is after you do that critical path, the kingdom changes. Yeah. It opens it opens up more. Yeah. And that and is it cool. makes it makes worth going through again. And which like is it changes so cool. the level. Like they'll have like what rain on one sequence and then once you open up the critical path, the rain will go away and it'll be like flowers dropping. So it Yeah. It it creates drastic changes in the environment that are are kind of fun and varying too. Yeah. And yeah. we talked about outfits a little bit. Even the ability I love the to outfits. switch that up. That is crazy goes, for a Mario game. Well, it's crazy for a Mario game, and it goes a long way. Like, it does. For whatever reason, seeing like a little guy dressed as an explorer running around in a woodland area, as opposed to Mario in his overalls, just has a different feel to it, and it's fun. Like, yeah, it almost doesn't feel like Mario, kind of. It it sort of doesn't. Like the the gameplay 
and the setting 100% yeah. Mario, but the aesthetic not really. No. Like it like being able to change your outfit with Mario is just weird. That is so weird. The only the only thing that ever did that previously was like fire flowers and the yeah. uh what's it called? The cape Tanuki suit, that's what that is, right? Uh Tanuki, yeah. Yeah, like that stuff would change Mario a little bit, but dude, all of those so whenever you can do those side scrolling things where it goes into classic looking Mario. Yeah. Like the white with the warp pipe. Yeah, and then it adjusts. It adjusts for what costume you're wearing. Yeah, and they always like, look hilarious in like the little eight bit graphics and it's so cool. And and the music instantly changes that's what to I an mean. eight bit version of the music. It's, it's so polished. Like yeah. Nintendo just and then the, those they just it's just stunning the amount of of polish they have on their yeah. on their on their product. Even yeah. like they have that assist mode on the game. Oh, did so you kids do that? can play it. No. But oh, okay. I, I heard I, I looked at what it was, and yeah. like it adds arrows, um, and makes it so basically oh, you can't die. Gotcha. Like if you fall off a ledge, it'll zap you back onto the ledge. I was thinking and something then, else. I forgot that's what that was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then like if you stop moving, it'll give your health back, and it's just oh. it makes it so someone who like maybe can't play video games as well can still enjoy the game and see all the. Yeah. All the fun that, you know, the Mushroom Kingdom has. Yeah. <laughs> and many other kingdoms. Yeah, exactly. Dude, there's some real cool stuff still that you have yet to see. So, like, where you where did you get to? Where did you stop? I'm on the Ice Kingdom is where I stopped. Um, there's, I've, like, two of those. Uh, well, no, there's only one. I'm wrong. The I'm thinking of the water one, the early water one, as an ice kingdom, and it's not. Yeah, I, so, I beat yeah. that one. I did that yeah. one already. Yeah, that's one of the earlier ones. But you did you play any of the ice kingdom, or did you stop there? Uh, I played. I got probably three or four stars in it when I okay. before I shut it off. So yeah. normally the way I play is I get to a world, and I just start running all over the place. Yeah, and exploring all over the place, and I'll just kind of sniff out stars that way if i do the if I end if i hit the critical path ones fine if i hit other stars before i get to the critical path ones even better then once i do the critical path ones and it opens up all the stars i'll run around again and yeah. explore and i basically just do that until i get to a point where like i i'm not collecting a star every three minutes you know what i mean or <laughs> i guess i'll say a moon a moon every yeah they're moons <laughs> um and then I'll go right to to toad or tiptoad. Yeah. And uh the bird talk to and I'll get like the clues for the hidden ones. And like I've really enjoyed like reading the clue and then going to like the place in the environment that I think that clue yeah is leading to. It's like a little riddle kind of to solve. So I've been yeah, like, definitely. Pl- playing like that. It's kind of fun. I'll be like, oh, let's see. Invisible Sands. Where was that at? And then I'll have to go back. Open and up s- your brochure. Yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll, and then I can fast travel to it, which yep. is freaking brilliant. Which is and I'll not kinda, even, that's the weirdest thing ever to be in a Mario it's, game. It's I amazing. Like. It's amazing. Yeah. And so like, I don't spend 50 years like wandering around in, this, in the desert like looking for things. And mm-hmm. um, if I get to a point where I can't, collect moons i'll just move on to the next kingdom 
Right. So most of the kingdoms I got all of the coins on, or most of the coins. Like I'll have be missing like two or three, and then I ha- probably have like ninety percent of the stars, or I guess moons. Maybe moons. not ninety percent. <laughs> I don't. It's tough to keep track. Well, it's always been stars for Mario, so that's what's. I know, and actually, they do something funny at near the end of the game with that whole thing, and it's it made me laugh about stars versus moons. But uh, the uh, the list in the brochure of like which ones you have and have not got, you can at least see the total, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I so I played this rather differently than you and other friends I know that are playing it. I did the critical get to the very end as fast as possible so I could wrap back and spend as much time as I want on due to how yeah due to how it does change them yeah after you get through now I said on this week's episode because I had not beaten it yet I beat it this morning I thought I thought after you beat the game it like radically changed it again but it doesn't it actually just does something else that I don't want to spoil but um something that's worth doing something cool well, I'm not going to say anything. All right. I'm not going to say anything. But it didn't do what I expected. Let's put it that way. Yeah. But um, I think I'm still going to go back. Like, I still want to go back and explore and see, just see as much as I can and get as much as I can. I don't know that I'm going to collect everything uh, because trying not, to You're track... not going to go for all 9.99. I don't nine, think so. Nine, nine. Yeah, well, and also I uh, I always am confused on the total because I hear a different total like every twenty minutes. But I don't think the game does the game technically count the ones that you can buy from shops. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I've called, heard I've I've heard did you buy them? Don't count. <laughs> yeah, I have bought a couple of them. They Not count, all of them. They count a nine nine nine. I mean, they the count nine 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 total. Yeah. They're on the brochure in the list. Like it says, shopping at wherever oh. kingdom you're at. It's like in okay. the list as a as a moon. So it's and like Tiptoad tr- will even give you that tip. Go to the store. Uh, check out Tiptoad. Talk it to no. It'll he'll like they'll give you the name of the star the star location the moon Man. location. You're having a real hard time with yeah, that. Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> This is beating my ass. Uh, the Takatu guy will give you a tip, and it'll say shopping at Metro yeah. Kingdom or whatever. So, yeah. Yeah, I would say they count. I uh, I think the one like criticism I have of it so far is that it's not that challenging. No. Would you agree? Uh, yeah, I would agree, but I think that kind of goes back to the, the Nintendo philosophy of how they make games a little bit, too, like, well, I know what you mean, like, they're accessible, and you can get, like, they're, like, in Super Mario 64, all you had to get was 70 stars, and you could beat the game. What would you, what would you prefer to be more challenging, the platforming or the bosses? The platforming. I wish. Uh, I wish there were some of those like courses of platforming that were like really difficult. Like some of, some of the best, galaxy stuff. Some of the best stuff in Galaxy was that stuff. Yeah, it was and, hard. And Galaxy was legitimately difficult, especially yeah. Galaxy Two. In order to get to the end of Galaxy Two, it was like a struggle to get stars because you had to go back and actually do challenging levels. Like you had to do. 
the uh, timed courses typically. Yeah. To get extra stars to get to the end to unlock the last stages, and I think um, I think in in sixty four Sunshine I liked, but I'm still I'm like really unfamiliar with Sunshine. Actually, I don't remember a lot of that game. So is a is a pivotal period in your life that you played it. I know, like the GameCube was huge too. I just don't remember a lot about that game. But uh, I don't think I ever finished that game. It, it's I can't remember. I I, mu- I don't know. I, I think must it's have. easily. I think it's easily the most hated. I can't uh, remember it either. Yeah, and and it's also short. I think it's really short. There's not many levels, so there again, it's not memorable like at all. But where I'm going with this is all the way back in Super Mario 64. Getting all the stars in that game was hard. And getting uh, even Bowser's castle levels leading up to his fights, those were awesome. Like yeah. those courses that you ran through, those were always so cool and very difficult for the time. Yeah. And even Galaxy had those whenever you would lead up to fighting Bowser or something. And you haven't found any of those specifically in Odyssey. Not really. Like there's been there's been there's a couple been a, of those. Like, there's been a couple pipes. that have yeah that have kind of like yeah. I've had to do a couple times. And the cap doors, typically. The cap doors, yeah. Those yeah. are typically the more challenging ones, and I'm sure they there is plenty of those that I haven't done yet. But so far, my first run through, I didn't think there was that much. Now, I think as I go back through, I'm hoping I find yeah, a lot more. Yeah, you'll find some stuff. Yeah, but it's just that you could get through that game. I, I wouldn't say you could get through Super Mario 64, even though you only have to get a little over half the stars. I wouldn't say getting through that game was easy. Or easy, yeah. Whereas getting through Odyssey, pretty easy. Yeah. So, like, it, that's the one thing, like, just a tiny little bit more challenge would have been nice, but that's a that's a that's the smallest, smallest complaint I have about the game. Yeah, I think, really. I think they're more worried about, like, Accessibility. if you go... Well, maybe that and, like, finding them is kind of what the challenge is. Do you know sure. what I mean? S- sniffing them out. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And then you do sniff them out, and then you're like, okay, well, how do I get up there? Yeah, you're right. And yeah. then, like, the challenge becomes, you know, you have to find the right path. So, I don't know. It's yeah. a different It's a different kind of challenging. And I will say that, like, you start using those cap doors and those warp pipes. There's usually, like, two or three stars Within in those them, locations. Yeah. And they're not always easy to find like the second or third one like you really gotta look yeah and it's really satisfying to uh to find them um when you've looked a little bit and you figure figure out how to get up to that space that you that you had seen that moon in and (laughs) there you go i think that's i don't know that's part of the appeal yeah no like i said don't want that to sound as bad as it probably did like I'm sure I'll find more challenge. It's just that like initial pass through is was yeah, quite yeah. I've, simple for the most part. I had one part today that was kicking my butt. Like I was getting frustrated. Like it was a spinny platform really? thing that I was. I just I literally died on the same thing probably ten fifteen times. It's like this yeah. is annoying. There were a few times and and we didn't even talk about that. I haven't mentioned it yet on the podcast. I love how they changed your lives. I love uh, how it's yeah. based around coins. It yeah. is that is so smart. Because because getting it, a game over doesn't increase the doesn't difficulty change, at all. It just makes it doesn't it change anything. Yeah, it's just annoying and waste time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it was so smart of them to change that for sure. Yeah, you're right. And again, gives call. you another reason to collect coins. <laughs> it does. 
Yeah. And like, I'll collect coins. I'll constantly run out of my way to get one effing coin. Like, I, yeah. While I'm yeah. playing. I uh. haven't been super diligent about the coins because I was going to come back through. But do those ones count as a moon? Or is it just the purple ones? I'm guessing the regular coins don't count as a moon other than buying them at shops, right? What do you mean the regular coins don't count as a moon? D- okay, so classic Mario, classic 3D Mario. You get 100 coins in the level, you get a star. Uh, that's still how it works. Is it 100? For, uh, at each shop, there's a 100 coin moon. Oh. At each shop. Uh, so that's okay, how, yeah, so you're it right. still works like that. Okay, because I know you then get a moon for getting all the purple stuff too, right? I don't think you do. You don't. Oh shit! I thought you did. No, you don't get a moon for that. You can oh. just there. There is items in each store. There's enough items that if you collect all the purple coins, you can buy every item. Actually, I think again something at the very end of the game. I think getting all purple coins actually does impact Give you a moon. moons. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I've collected all the coins on a couple kingdoms, and, you didn't and it get did not give me a moon, but okay. I was able to purchase everything in the... Right. So it's all the collectibles, like we were talking about, the stickers and statues and stuff like that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so... It's funny that the game forces you to look at the interior of the Odyssey during loading screens. <laughs> you, can't, you can skip everything except that, which I think is probably a good idea because then it's like, oh, yeah, here's another example of, like, here's all this stuff I collected and it's all also, the places I've been. I think it's also, like, the loading screen kind of a little too. It's, it's sure. It's definitely the loading screen. Yeah. 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 But it's, it's, a, funny, it's a fun way to do it. It's I good, love, man. I love Cappy. I love how Cappy just talks to you he's like hey did you know you can do this thing that you've been doing the entire game i love that cappy increases your movability like tenfold do you know how to do the super long jump yeah yeah and the super high like you can wall jump and use him to do that and like oh get on places. yeah i never i never tried to do that yeah, yeah man it's good yeah i think they knew that too that, that you would oh they definitely like, did there's places uh, that you have to use that to reach i think sometimes I had to use the long jump to get a moon. Yeah. For sure. And um, I've seen, I saw at least one video where somebody was just fucking around, jumping to where they probably shouldn't have jumped, and they reached a point that you would probably never, ever find, and there was just a big stack of coins. Like, Nintendo knew, hey, people are going to fuck around and look for stuff, and... Well, here's a bunch of coins. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like it's and those it's stacks of coins look awesome. Too. I love that. I love that. It's so good. The yeah. first time when you first start that game, I was like, "Oh my god, stacking coins! What a good idea! Yeah. Why did they never do this before?" There's just yeah. so there's so many good things, man. That game is consi- constantly like constantly just I'm like is wow. enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This this the moons are great. That like what you have to do to get some of them is just. And awesome. I don't know. I don't really want to spoil too much, but like, yeah. Can, see, we were worried about that. We didn't really talk about anything specific. I can significantly all. remember. Like, I would like. I would like to talk about some of them, but yeah. you, you probably haven't got a lot of those yet because they're not. They're kind of off the path a little bit. I did. I w- my first pass through every kingdom. I would do the critical path, and then I'd look around for a little bit, and then yeah, I would, and then I would hit some point where I was like, I'm just gonna keep going. Yeah. So I didn't. I didn't so spend like a when ton you were of time in the same kingdom. Yet. Did you buy like 
the poncho and the sombrero outfit? Yes. Did you go into the cantina? Uh, no, I didn't do anything specific with the... I, I've only done the costume-specific stuff for, like, two places so far. Oh, okay. So, I will, yeah, I will be returning to do that's, all that. That's a good one. Um, trying to think of what else I liked. Did you talk to the Sphinx in the Sand Kingdom? I found a couple of them. There were multiple uh, ones. No, there's only one Sphinx. You're thinking Jink. Jax, maybe. Jaxie. Oh. Maybe, I don't know. I Jaxie's guess I didn't the talk. guy you ride on and they, they run around? No, no. There, I I found a couple like smaller Sphinx-looking things that they would give you the bull, a bullshit riddle. It was like so easy, it's not even oh, funny. Oh, yeah. They, they, he appears in other kingdoms. So that's one person. Oh, I got it. Okay. I didn't realize that was one character. I thought yeah. it was just like a... Well, I don't know if it's one character, if there's multiple of them. I guess it, it's, it, it would be the same thing, kind of. I think of. I've at least seen that twice. And I was like, this isn't even a riddle. <laughs> but it was fun anyway. It didn't matter. Yeah, he's he's he originates in the uh, in the Sand Kingdom. Yeah. But what do you think? Do you think we gave Odyssey its due? I don't know. It's hard, it's hard to say things that not, that not everyone else is talking about it. I guess we should have talked about how bad it was because that's what no one is saying. Well, like that's why I started out saying Odyssey do you sucks. Think it, <laughs> yeah, fuck that game. Don't buy it. <laughs> but that's why I started out saying like, can you really? find anything super negative about it i mean at the end of the day it, it is just another 3d mario but there really mario aren't that many is, of those is worth having a switch for man yeah i mean nintendo really... systems are worth buying for their first party games it's amazing of course of course like yeah like yeah it just that's how it is i love the music the music's amazing it's it's polished man everything's so good yeah Everything's so good. You can control so tight. It's just fun to run around. What do you think about the motion stuff? I don't know. That's probably another. It's fine. Potential negative. It's fine. But, I don't uh, like it. Uh, if you have, if you're using the Wii controller or not Wii controller, the the Pro controller, Pro controller, it is kind of annoying to throw your hat and then have to shake the controller. It's like an unnatural weight like thing. It's, it's funny. It's like you have to like consciously think like, oh, I need to shake. Like usually, I'm just sitting here still. Yeah, you know? it works yeah. way better. Like the motion controls work way better with the Joy Cons. That's like, what separated. I've heard. That's what I've heard. But I mean, the only motion I've had to do is tilting it to uh, do the Home, spin attack, homing to make your. See, hat I never, home. I never use that. I, I use, I've used that homing thing to get coins or something that I couldn't reach, and that was it. I use not, it a lot. I use the not necessarily thing a lot. to, not necessarily to like fight anything. But I've played a little with the Joy Cons and I've played a little with the the Pro, Pro controller. controller. It's just yeah. whatever uh, whatever is near me usually. I guess. Have you played it in handheld at all? Yeah, I have yeah. played it in handheld a lot. I think I think shaking the switch itself is the most awkward. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's cool that you can take that wherever you want. I mean Fuck that's yeah. the beauty. That's the beauty of the Switch. I've I've been on backshift a lot, so I've yeah. played a lot of I played a lot of Midnight Mario, Midnight Mario, Midnight Mar- Mario Marauders, Mario. <laughs> yeah. I'm just I'm excited for the Switch, man. Like Nintendo con- continues to just be stellar, and Bring it. this thing has yeah, this thing has been 
not even a year. It's not even been out a year yet. They haven't even like really yeah. dug into this system. It's going to be we'll see when stuff starts to dry up a little bit next year. But um if it ever does. Well, I don't think there's anything really major announced yet for next year. <laughs> they could start porting Wii U games though and Which have is, yeah, have a freaking a very big, not very big backlog, but an, a better backlog. I they heard get, um, they'd to keep selling. I guarantee you, people would still buy those. Oh, I would. Yeah, me yeah. too. Yeah, I mean, some of the, I, there's still plenty of games I didn't get around to playing. Yeah, yeah. And I would still buy them on the Wii U if I had to. It'd just be. Oh, I I still have mine hooked up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, me like too. I said, I just finished Galaxy Two the other day. Yeah. <laughs> but um, cool. I think. I think we should probably wrap it up. Yeah, I'm I'm cool with that. I just I don't know. Thanks for having me. Yeah, wanted, wanted to gush a little about. Mario I need. We needed his, it. Two v one needed his, uh, it. That's cool. I thought I'm really disappointed, Josh. I'm really disappointed in you, Josh. I'm disappointed in. I'm what disappointed heck, in everybody that's not playing this game right now. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Nintendo Switch is the game of the year. <laughs> yes. Easily. The, like, the continued thing. The e- running it's joke. easily. It's not even. It's not even like a competition. It's not a joke. It's not a game. <laughs> but yeah, no, you're right. I agree. They won. They won the year. It's one of the best things to happen since this year. Sliced bread. Sure. Since the what Nintendo about GameCube sliced cheese. Nintendo Switch is the best thing since Nintendo GameCube. <laughs> it's been a long time. Wow. Yeah, it was good though. Yeah, but it's right. fun. It was yeah. fun. It is fun. Buy Mario Odyssey. Uh, Buy it's Switch. Already, it's already sold super well anyway. But yeah, it's it's very much worth playing. And, I said it's um, the fastest selling Mario of all time. Yeah, that's just because more people play video games now, though. I think so too. Yeah, those numbers like that are hard to. How do you like really it, compare it? Yeah, yeah, anytime someone's like, "Oh, it's the highest highest grossing movie of all time." In the first weekend, well, their yeah. their weekends are now like what they start with like Wednesday at midnight and <laughs> yeah, what does the weekend? Yeah, mean like yeah. there's all those those numbers are the definition changes constantly, yeah. so it doesn't really mean much. They're like yeah. they're counting freaking fire stick streams. Are they really? No, which is, uh, I was gonna I say know. that would be that would be hilarious. Yeah, but it is. It's worth it. Yes, the hype is uh, real. The hype. I think the hype is real. I. It is. It. I think even if somehow you didn't like a 3D Mario in the past, it's worth trying again. So, so. here's the ultimate question. We're gonna cap off this wonderful special episode. Yeah. With a profound question. Okay. What's better, Mario or Zelda? A very tough question. You've played um, them both. What's your official opinion? I think for, hot take. I think for amount of things to do, Zelda. Really? Yeah. Nine ninety nine, bro. Nine nine nine. I know. That's the number of moons. Nine nine nine. There's this problem of I still like actual combat still in a game. Yeah. Whereas Mario doesn't really have what I'd really call very interesting combat, but it is a tough call. That's just my gut reaction. Is still Zelda is better. But Zelda, Zelda still game of the year, huh? Yeah, I 
probably still probably. leading, but yeah. Well, yeah, that's cool. I can't speak to that. I haven't played them both, so yeah. You need to get on that too. <laughs> I will before the year's over. Yeah. Actually, but playing right. Mario has uh, made me want to play Zelda. Good. Which Good. is kind of cool. It's a fantastic experience. Yep. So. Well, thanks, AJ. Yeah, no problem, dude. Uh, this Thank has you. been two v one bonus. It's been it's been a little bit since we had a bonus episode. It's actually. been two v one boners. <laughs> is that what you said? I said it's been boners. No, that's not what I said. But I do have a bon- we that have a boner better. for Mario. <laughs> yeah, that's what this episode's called, Mario Boner. Yeah. Okay, I I should title it that, but I'm not going. To. Why not? Because you put you got the little explicit thing next to your. That's true. We are we are on parental iTunes. advisory yeah, on man. Uh, on podcast, but do Mario Boner, but make the little star so it just looks like Mario. B- what if I made the moon Mario's boner? Made I'm, the done moon with the, Ma- I'm done moon? with this. I'm you done with this You made the moon Mario's boner? Yeah, I'll, I'll sh- I, I'm done. I'm done with that. <laughs> I'll explain it to you later. Yeah, it's over my head. All right. Uh, thanks for listening to this bonus episode. Let us know if you are loving Mario. Uh, feedback at 2v1podcast.com. 10,000 uh, fire emojis. That's what yeah, Mario Yeah, it's is. definitely 10,000 fire emojis. But um, cool. I'll see cool. you, AJ. See ya.